What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another great episode of Off the Dome Radio. Tim and I are in person for the first time since pre-quarantine, so it's it's just nice to even just give someone a simple dap. Like, let alone a hug is nice. We're definitely going to hug this fucking bitch out, yeah. but a dap is just so nice now. It's like, ah, no gloves. We're raw-dogging the, the handshakes and high-fives now. Love it. We got a fun one for you today, so as always, we start off with our fun conversation kind of chop it up coming off a great memorial day weekend had some beautiful weather had some good company so we get into that a little bit and uh kind of just catch up on what we've all been into uh the last couple weeks in quarantine and then we get right into our rles and i talk about adding some different types of games to my my uh not always daily but just my regimen chess and poker and how that's kind of helped me i wanted something a little more cognitive and challenging but fun to where i don't feel like i'm wasting time if i'm not working and then I bring up the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss and Book Talk discussing elimination and how to get further away from your desk, working more remotely and at home, and how to finagle that. Tim, where do you take us today, sir? Yeah, it's good to be back uh, recording our episode here at the ping pong table. Uh, excellent Memorial Day weekend, so talk about just our activities, what we did. Uh, and then real-life experience, I give you um, something that I've been doing lately to cultivate, strengthen my relationships, and just make me a healthier, happier person. So I, I explain just what I've been doing, uh, my experience with it, and the real-life experience section. So pretty good part there. And then in the show talking about uh, The Like Switch by Jack Schaefer, who was uh, who used to work for, for the FBI as a negotiator. Uh, talk about the concept of verbal mirror and how one small strategy in your conversations can really improve the quality of your conversations with people. Just a small tactic that uh, a lot of F- FBI negotiators use that you can use in a more like relaxed setting in any type of situation, whether it's with a friend, uh, whether it's with a parent, a family member, uh, job interview, anything to, to build rapport with people. So I know you guys are going to get a lot of value from this episode. Enjoy your Win It Wednesday, episode 133. So we're coming off Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was your Memorial Day weekend? It was great, Timothy. I ended up doing a lot more than I thought I was gonna do, and it made the weekend go by really, really fast. Mm. Like it was just a complete blur. That um, it was already Monday already, and time for the week. Because you have it's a trade off on Memorial Day weekend. You have the extra day. Uh, a fun and you, you get more time to spend with your, your friends and loved ones. But then when the week hits, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a day behind on everything, which is what I'm feeling today. But yeah, um, yeah it was good. I played uh, tennis on Friday. I kayaked on Sunday. I went to a bonfire. I golfed twice. Uh, yeah, it was just it was, it was a lot of, lot of outdoor activities for me this weekend. Good. Um, As it should have been. It was super nice this past weekend. Yeah. And I almost got a hole in one yesterday. Ooh. I was an inch away. Almost. Only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and tiddlywinks. That's what Hal always said. (laughs) You can live by that. Yeah, that's how cool it was. Oh, nice slide of the phone. Dang. If it just it was was in front of it, so if it would have just rolled a little bit farther. Yeah, for those who can't see, Tim is about eight inches away from a hole in one. Mm. 
Every inch counts, Tim. Yep. Every inch matters, should've, whether they tell you they don't or not. Should have ate an extra Cheerio that morning. Get <laughs> it up there. Well, you didn't have Wheaties, did you? Mm-mm, nope. Didn't. Did you have that McDonald's breakfast? Yeah, I did actually. Oh, did <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. It was a. It was. It was a McDonald's sandwich. Like it was like a sausage, egg, and biscuit thing, but I made it from home. And it was Kroger brand. Oh. So, same. Same. Do you have any greens in your breakfast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Always, man. Just the Wheaties. Because I know you're gonna. I know gotta you're gonna get on the Wheaties. I know you're gonna ask me about the greens, so I gotta. I had greens in my breakfast this morning. I did uh, chorizo, some scrambled eggs, some spinach, mm. then some yogurt with raspberries and a touch of granola. Nice. Just yeah. a touch. Just a touch. Yeah. Gotta wash the sugar, but just a touch. Mm-hmm. Adds a little crunch, like a little texture in there. Yeah. Because you have the berries and then the yogurt. And the berries only get softer the longer they're in there, so it's you don't want to just eat mush. You need a little mm. crunch to it. Yeah. God, I'd be good on Chopped, man. We watch a lot of Chopped at my house, too. I think of all the people that I personally know, God, this is going to sound so conceited, but I would not back down from a cooking challenge from anyone that I know. Mm. Yeah. There's no there, You can't name anybody right now who would at least put up a fight? I mean, I'm excluding my mom. My mom knows a lot. Dude, I'm I'm really trying to think. No, dude. I think, yeah, I think I got that in the bag because... Well, sounds like you need to get friends who are better cooks than you so you can learn from them. Yeah. Well, we've talked to a few chefs too, and I was like, mm-hmm. I, try, I try to not ask just the questions I want to ask and questions right. that are applicable to, to everyone who listens, but... God, there's so much. I could go on those interviews for days mm-hmm. just to ask like small cooking stuff here and there. But I think if I improve my chopping skills a little bit more, I need to critique how to make like quick sauces or aiolis. I think that would be a nice touch to, to dishes. But yeah, I, and I've said it on here before. If there were like an average Joe's version of chopped, I think I could do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about... Um on your Instagram, like giving, like doing a video of the step-by-steps of what you did to make the meal. I've thought about it. I need a better phone because my camera is a little dated. Mm-hmm. So I, cause I would just do it on my phone. Yeah. But I need, I need a better phone to have better camera. Okay. Yeah. And that's, and cause I've thought about that, but mine is just a little, it's a little grainy. Yeah. It's a little, just, it's old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying though? Like not, not like doing like a full video, but like taking the video and like recording what you did at each step and like, like kind of like fast forwarding it up at each one. So it's not like a continuous, like long video, but kind of like a short term. Yeah. So it's the, uh, what do you call it? Where it's sped up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Damn it. What's it? Time lapse. Yeah. yeah, Nailed it. Yes. Got it. That way, like on Instagram, like people short attention spans, you can, just watch it really quick. Yeah, and I watch a lot of those types of posts too yeah. where it's cooking and it's time lapse. That's a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, need to get a new phone. Right. Yeah, your phone, especially when you take selfies. I don't know if it's the same phone you used to have, but like. 6S Plus, dude. I've had this when you for, take, when you take I think, self- almost four years. <laughs> when you take selfies, there's like a two-hour fog delay between you, between the camera and your face. You can't even see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. I've had worse, but it's not great. Mm-hmm. And the and and it makes my food pictures suffer too. So yeah, I use filters out the ass for my food pictures. Mm-hmm. 
It is what it is. Food still looks how it looks. It's just yeah. brighten it up, crisp it up a little bit. Right. You know, no pun intended. But yeah, so I think I think that would be good for me to do as well. I've been kind of sporadic on my posts. Been a lot, lot of irons in the fire right now, man. A lot of things going on, and everything is in the air. It's like the Apple cloud. I don't know what's happening. Everything's just up there. Mm-hmm. That's how my life is. Like, it's all in the cloud. I don't yeah. know what's going on or what's going to transpire, but it's up there. Mm-hmm. Things are working. Doing, I, I, maybe. They're just up there, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's kind of how I feel right now about my life. Mm-hmm. Everything's in the cloud, and it's a big question mark. Well, no one the, knows how the cloud works. So One thing at a time. You yeah. can't do everything at once. Right. That's That's the thing. A lot of people expect uh, stuff from us, but like you know yourself better than anybody, mm-hmm. and you know your your time capabilities. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. one thing at a time. Some days I don't know what that one thing should be that day. Yeah, and then it's like five o'clock. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Did I do anything? It's yeah. like I read and I wrote that. That I've been good on is just reading and writing. But then some days it's like, dang. Yeah. What else did I do? Well, every day, like I don't know, I don't know who said this, whether it was Jocko or someone, but like. You should you should ask yourself before the day starts what what can I do for just ten minutes today that'll make it a successful day Yeah, pick one of those things and just say like ten minutes or just like accomplish a thing Yeah, like however like if it takes an hour or six do that six over the course of the day But yeah, maybe I need to just nail down one thing per day one. to hey, just one. whether it's write you know write an article or health and fitness or something that way you can just take like do like hit the small hit the mini thing yeah whether it's ten like. Get that done. And then you still know you have all that other stuff to do, but like you can at least say it was whether you get that other stuff done or not, it was a successful day because you got that first thing done. Yeah. Regardless of what else happens. Right, the rest of that. right. Man, life, dude. Comes in waves. Mm-hmm. But uh sounds like you had a good weekend, though. I did. Yeah, good. Got some activity, got some, some tennis, some yakking. Yes. Now, when you were kayaking, was this like cabrewing? Did what you do you have... mean, Cabrewing? Like, did we have beer there? Yeah. Yeah, we had beer. Yeah. But it wasn't like... The stuff. It wasn't like the flow. I mean, this was like... I mean, we were going at a pretty slow pace, but yeah, the, the river was, was flowing nice. I was going to go middle of last week, but the water levels were too high, mm. uh, but they had cooled down by this weekend. And, nice. Um, yeah, it was funny because the night before, we were at that bonfire, and like a lot of people got pretty intoxicated for the most part <laughs> but i knew i had to drive an hour home that night so i i only uh, had like a couple of drinks at the beginning of the night and then nothing yeah. the rest so i was feeling good the next morning mm-hmm. and like i was like especially prepared with all the food drinks sunscreen everything we need and everybody else wasn't as prepared as me because mm. they had i mean first rodeos man yeah so i felt good about my preparedness for everything i brought that pedialyte that water pedialyte's the truth yeah peanut, that is yeah peanut butter cheese crackers and then the peanut butter and peanut crust. butter cheese crackers. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The no. they're like orange cracker square. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay, because I so you got the peanut butter, but then you also yeah, got the cheese. One. I've had those, but it's been years because of the whole dairy out right. thing. Yeah. Now I know. I was like peanut butter cheese crackers. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, it was good. Got got a good little lat workout with the <laughs> with the kayaks. Now you can walk around with your elbows and shoulders puffed out like yeah. six inches away from your body. Yeah. Love people who walk like that. Yeah, just so you can see me a couple miles away. Here I am. You should also add a wife beater to it as well. Yeah. Actually, I do not own a single wife beater. Do Neither you? do I. Yeah. I do not. Surprised I don't. I have... I feel like I everyone have has one regardless. White, white like, V-neck undershirts. Mm-hmm. I have those. 
Where did the name wife beater come from? What happened? Like, what like did, I wonder. What happened? Is it as self-explanatory as it sounds? Yeah, like was this like a sp- a single event that happened that was like really well known? Might have been mm-hmm. like what dudes like. We should look that up. We're go- that's going to be our special for next week's episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna real quick because now this is going to bother me. Where did I wonder if it's as self-explanatory? That would suck. I would hate that. Because if you say white, like if you call it a white beater, you're you're like being discriminatory and being like people who wear those, they most likely be their wives <laughs> or something like that. Okay, so this is this is the first result, and there's about seven point seven million results um, from Quora.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says tank top style undershirts for men are called quote unquote wife beaters because they, and that's hyphenated by the way, in case you were wondering, mm. not one word, mm. kind of two, but still linked together. Yeah. Own identities, but they complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. Not really. That, that didn't go as well as I was hoping that would come out. Ended poorly. Anyway, moving on. Because they appear in a lot of American movies from the 30s and 40s in which Uncouth? U-N-C-O-U-T-H. And I thought I made up funky words on the mm. show. And it, uh, in parentheses, had often ethnic working class, end parentheses, husbands wear them while abusing their wives physically and or emotionally. Okay. So came from American movies, very early American movies in the 30s and 40s, and that's how they portray- portrayed guys who beat their wives mm. in that style tank top. Okay. Seems, were, seems like a relevant term in 2020. Not yeah. So it is. It is as self-explanatory okay. as, as the name. But okay, cool. cool but it was cool. a movie thing. So I yeah. wonder. I wonder where the movies got the idea of. Oh, we're, you know, does it just kind of look like white trash or what? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Okay. Also, can we make a rule? If you if you are developing a definition for a term, there shouldn't be any words in the definition where you have to look up that word in the dictionary again. Yeah, uncouth. Uncouth. I don't know how you would pronounce I've never even heard of such a word. Yeah. Okay. All right. One more search because that's really – you know what? Fuck that word. I hate that word. We're moving on. <laughs> Uncouth. Like I'm a spell – I'm a two-time spelling bee champ. I don't even know what that word is. <laughs> Come on now. The man's pulling out <laughs> trophies right now. Uh, two-time spelling bee champ. Hey, pay, I beat Jessica in third grade and hey, I beat Ryan hey, in seventh. Yeah, Fuck got, with your boy. I got a college scholarship in seventh grade for winning that. Oh, my God. I was ready to go. <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my LinkedIn, man. Look on my LinkedIn. No, I'm just kidding. The, the funny thing is, not that I'm that gullible, but when you talk about it being on your LinkedIn, I'm a little more gullible. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would, I would believe that you would put that on your LinkedIn. Yeah. I could have passed that. I'm a good liar. <laughs> um, basket, club basketball team MVP 2014. Butler Bulldogs. Thank you. <laughs> That's me. That's what they call me. <laughs> That's what they... Man, you need to shorten that title. It's a little lengthy. It's kind of a mouthful. Um, but yeah, I saw, saw my good buddy Shelby and uh, his girlfriend, some other friends of ours. Grilled out a little bit. Grilled? Grilled? Grilled out? Grilled out. Grilled out. Grilled out. Gr- oh. oh. I, I, I morphed the R okay. and the I. They were gonna say you were, and then they were reversed. They were saying you were, you know, Grilled you were, out. You were wearing bikinis or something. Grilling out. A little less than that, actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, so got to, hadn't seen him in, whew, even before quarantine had been a while, but got to catch up, 
life talk, some beers, um, some burgers. Did a great pork tenderloin on the uh, charcoal. Whew. So good. So good. And, and his sister and her friend were like, you know, I'm not usually a pork fan. I'm like, trust me, try this pork. And then if you don't like it, fine. We'll leave it alone. And they're like, oh, this is good. I was like, pork is delicate. Like, pork is a very delicate meat. I think it's easier to overdo pork than steak or chicken. It's just, it's very quick from like moist and juicy to way too done. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, we, we had a good time. I stayed till about like midnight, then drove home, you know, had a few drinks early, kind of like you did. And uh, yeah, called it a day. And then Memorial Day, actual Memorial Day was, I was on my lonesome, Tim. <laughs> I was all alone. That's okay. Yeah. So my one buddy, uh, Nate, he went to Colorado for undetermined amount of time. Nate Lee? Yeah. Left for Colorado? Yeah. He oh. drove back with uh, our other buddy, Jesse, who drove from Denver to visit his parents in Indiana. Wow. Drove okay. through Indianapolis. Our other buddy packed a bag and just he'll get a one-way flight back whenever he wants. Oh, because his school year is done. Right? Yeah. And he asked me okay. about going and I was like, ah, that man, is- with the whole unemployment thing, I shouldn't, you know, even mm-hmm. though I'm saving one way on a plane ticket, be out in a fun city Bars are opening, you know, you're just going to spend money. It's vacation. Mm-hmm. So I just, I had to make a business decision on that one. Love, love my boys out in Denver, but man, had to make a, a hard business decision. But I did it quick. Yeah. Like he asked me, I didn't think about it. I didn't mull it over. Cause once I start thinking about it, game over, I'm going. Yeah. So I was like, I can't go. I just can't do it. Can't spend the money right now. Mm-hmm. And just had to cut the head off the snake, leave it alone. Yeah. That's good discipline. So, yeah, but this does sound like a fun time. I was like, power, like, power to you, man. Yeah, if you can, do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're driving one way with a buddy, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I think it took him like 12, 13 or something like that, maybe. Nice ish. <clears throat> so, but yeah, um, I was talking to my buddy James, Big Jim, and he's been so he bought way too big of tortillas. <laughs> From his last grocery store run. Mm-hmm. And so he's been making a lot of breakfast burritos, which, respect. Love the, the burrito game. And I was like, dude, good roll of the burrito. Because the roll, it, like the wrapping, the rolling of the actual burrito, it's like Chipotle. It looks so easy and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Like, done. But it's really hard. And it's a key component. If not the most important part of the burrito. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he's like, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta roll and then fold the sides in and then roll it some more. And I like a little finished saute to kind of seal the deal, mm-hmm. seal the wrap. But yeah, we're so pointless, but so just every day. That's the most important part of the burrito. How is it rolled? Yeah. Because if anything just falls out, ruined. Burrito is ruined. Yeah. It's yeah everything about like it it can have good contents in the middle of it but if it's not wrapped well that just that ruins everything. Yeah, gotta have a good wrap. Yeah, it's like a, even a, a soft tortilla for a taco, you gotta kind of squeeze it towards the back so all your insides don't fall out. Mm-hmm. Or you could just work smarter and just get a frozen El Monterey breakfast burrito from Kroger, one dollar each. You just pop in the microwave for an hour and a half. It feels like it was professionally made. It's so good. <laughs> This Meat thing. lovers, the best kind. What kind of sponsorships you get? <laughs> yeah, I'm an influencer for them. No big deal. Meat lovers. Fam- hey, El Monterey breakfast burritos, family-owned company. Invest. El Monterey. That's right. I. Uh... <laughs> it's already rolled too. It's good. I'm just, I'm just glad things are opening up again. Uh, yeah. Although the the gyms 
only open on north of 96th Street in mm-hmm. Indianapolis. I think it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I'm going up to the Fisher's YMCA tonight. Yeah, so I think tomorrow, because I like to give my arm a week because I got my tattoo colored in last mm-hmm. week. I like to give it you know, about a week, and then I'll start doing some things again. So I'm going to have to go all the way up to, what, like, I forget which one, whatever in Fisher's, LA Fitness and Fisher's to start working out. And I don't know when they're going to open up the rest of them. But I'm like, what? what is the point of that? Like, I, I don't understand the point because people like me, even though I live, it's going to be like a 30-minute drive, I'm still going to do it. So it's like you're going to have people going in anyway. And I was talking to my doc, and he said at his LA Fitness, there's even, like, cops walking around to make sure that you're not in more than, like, groups of two and, like, no more than 20 people in the free weight section. He goes, but – yeah, good luck trying to keep that all at bay. And he said there was one that separated a group like twice. Fucking ridiculous. You have to wipe everything down, plates included. Gosh. Yeah. The yeah. cut the the the, the cost being in there is right? just too much. Right. That's too much. Like, That's where I understand. What, what I, fucking I, country are we in? I understand anymore? I understand the precautions, but like did, so, did, did they just have a lot of them work? I mean, maybe they just had an oversupply of them. They're just like, hey, you guys can go here. I, don't we have, I don't, don't we have other stuff we need attention? I don't towards? know. But I those cops are probably as pissed as the people in the gym because they got would, gym you, duty. And, yeah, and you have to like watch people work out when you can't work out yourself. So here's my torture. thing. Is LA Fitness after – so you have to wipe every single weight you touch and use. You have to wipe it down. All right. Is LA Fitness – Having a designated person to wipe the door handles after every person goes in or out of the gym? Because if you wipe all the weights down, that doesn't matter if you're not wiping every door handle after every person walks in or out. Mm -hmm. The rest of the the shit is pointless. You shouldn't wipe anything if you're not going to wipe door handles after every single person. You want to play this game? Let's fucking play this game. Yeah, That's how that that should go if you're going to do that. Otherwise, it makes no difference. It's like wearing gloves. Wearing gloves makes no difference. I agree. I'm not a scientist, but I know that science. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to work out, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Want to be a meathead? That'd be good. But, I'm excited. But yeah, I'm got, excited to get back in there. Yeah, same. Got, got tattoo done, so I am done with the inside of my bicep finally. Nice. Can I see it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice work. Yeah, and we, we redid some lines, too. So we pun- punched in some lines. Oh, wow. The states are so yeah clearly defined. We darkened it up a bit uh, with the lines and letters and threw some color in there, which I'm super pleased. That turned out real nice. Yeah, I'm super pleased with it, man. Um, so I guess they call it – so I have some black and gray still and some color. I guess they call it Color Incorporated, and I think that's how I'm going to do like my whole sleeve mm-hmm. is where there will be black and gray. They'll use some – some natural skin too and then so i've been kind of planning out that whole rigmarole because i'll go back to the arm in october and start on the outside mm-hmm. and at least do the outline in october so great it'll be right past the elbow sorry mom and dad they're gonna fuck go. they're gonna hate it pain is good pain yeah. is weakness leaving uh-huh. the body uh-huh. Let's go. and i go back in july from a small bible verse on my shoulder that'll be Easy peasy lemon nice. squeezy. Salty siren again. Salty siren, dude, all day. Don't need to go anywhere else. Did talk to the owner, Lenny. She's super rad. 
Uh, she's down to come on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we, we were kind of chopping it at the end, and she didn't have her gloves on. And I was like, are we, like, pounding? You know what? She's, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll pound it out. I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah. At least get that. So, yeah, had to wear a mask there, required. Had to have your own hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, can I bring my own drink? Because I usually offer water bottles. But I was like, can I still bring a drink? And all that goes, oh, yeah, you're good. And uh, we were just we were talking, and uh, they're, re- they're excited to be back to work. It's what they like doing. Yeah. So I was like, I'm excited you guys are back to work. Because mm-hmm. I had to postpone mine for uh, a month. But it's no biggie. But yeah, we uh, we have a good time. We like to chop it up. He's like, dude. He goes, I love how we can just have a conversation. Goes, because I, I sit like, I can take some pain, dude. When I was at my buddy Shelby's, their third roommate, she's like, so how much did you cry during that tattoo? I go, not one watery eye mm. of any kind. I was like, it hurts. Like there are sometimes when I just had to shut up and breathe, and listen to my music instead. But like, I don't know. I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah, you should put that on your LinkedIn. Haven't cried ever while getting a tattoo. Accomplishment. So far. I'll endorse you. Yeah. <laughs> when I do my ribs, I'll probably cry. <laughs> probably. Yeah. That's that's high probability. Thin skin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then I turned 27 this weekend. Yes. 31st. This upcoming weekend. Yes, this yeah. upcoming weekend, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I turn, not turned, turn 27 this coming weekend. Yeah, it's Sunday. exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, it's weird. My mom, I saw them a few weeks back, and they're like, "Oh, you have a birthday this month." I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's right." And uh, you forget about it after a yeah, while. Yeah, because it's eh, I don't know, another day, right? Every day is a birthday, man. I mean, I guess it'll it'll get people together, so that'll be fun. So I guess for that, I'm I'm, you know, use it for nothing but that. Just get a bunch of people that we haven't seen for a while, get everyone together, have some drinks, go to the bars. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go out. Let's do it. Need to go do some things. Saturday, right? Yep, we're going out Saturday. Causing a little mischief. Yes. All right, what you got for some RLEs here, Tim? Yeah, so I have been... This one's kind of related to uh, building and maintaining relationships. Um, Lately, I mean, just with the quarantine, like living by myself, I've really been trying to like strengthen and like not like really rekindle, but cultivate a lot of my relationships that... Um, with people I haven't seen in a while because obviously we haven't seen a lot of people and I'm trying to marry the concepts of like physical activity, outdoor exercise with building relationships with people. So what I've been doing is I've been, I've been trying to find like unique healthy activities that I share with like common people and like making more deliberate plans about going mm. and doing those things with people. Like um, with, with tennis, I've been doing that with my friend Alec and with my friend Evan and I'm going to I'm using it as a way to grow closer with my mom too because we we have Zoom calls with my family, but uh, me and my mom used to play tennis in my childhood like mm. a lot. So oh, nice. I just ran on my text. I was like, hey, you want to play tennis again? It's been like, what, like 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> and she's down. And uh, another one of my friends, Chris, who I know from back home, we've been playing basketball at a hoop at his apartment complex because it's been open. Um, so just small things like that that um, I'm just making it a goal of myself to – to go do something outside every day if mm. I can, as long as it's not like terrible weather or, or unsafe. And I'm trying to combine that with doing that with just random people. Cause the thing is, I, I'm a fan of like hanging out with people in like a chill setting. Like if you're having like beers or um, listen <clears throat> listen to a record player or something. Yeah. But I'm trying like I feel like when you hang out with with someone like outside, it's just different. Cause like 
chemically you're like releasing endorphins and you're and you're and you're exerting energy and that just makes you like have more fun doing what you're doing and i feel like when you're with someone you kind of associate that good feeling with the other person you're with so that's just kind of how i'm approaching things i feel like it's it's allowed me to like have meaningful interactions with with people and like find a reason to like meet up with them again so well just being in the sun helps with that too yeah being in the sun getting that good vitamin d is a mood uh, Mm -hmm. mood booster Mm -hmm. damn dude get it together (laughs) so that's why a lot of people supplement with vitamin d in the winter time Mm -hmm. because that's really the only way you can get that is to supplement if it's not from sun so you know because it's it's like, oh man, you're you're just you're down. It's cloudy. It's cold. You don't mm-hmm. want to do anything. When you have sun, it's like you have so much more energy. You know, if you're, I'm biased, but when you're by water and sun, it's like, oh dude, you can't fuck with my vibe right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the having that good sunlight helps too. Of just being outside, fresh air. There's no, I mean, assuming that there's not a bunch of pollen with allergies, like, you know. You're not stuck inside where you can have dust and mold and, and whatever may be going on. You just everything is natural. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's good getting out. I try to I try to keep on my walks, my daily walks at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm usually on my own at my house, so it's like I can't really go play frisbee with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or or throw a ball around, but. And I've never played tennis. Yeah. Well, do the do the one practice. That, what I've been doing is I've really literally been just going back through my my text messages, I've been scrolling all the way to the bottom, and just texting random people. Like, Jordan hey, Harbinger move. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to do this? And this doesn't even have to be like a like you don't have to go out and do sports with people, but like go out and just like sit at the park for a little bit and mm-hmm. and, and just read together or like do crossword puzzles or talk about a topic of interest that you both are interested in and enlighten each other on something and become smarter by talking to someone. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's just a matter of that. So. Yeah. Go build relationships. Good deal. Good deal. I I have been I started playing more poker and chess. Mm. I'll kick so, your ass, by the way. In yeah. chess. In chess at least. I don't know how to Did play you poker. play in school? Yeah. Okay. I was in chess club. Talk about it. Alright, dude. So like <laughs> that's like me saying, yo, I'll kick your ass and driving boats. Hey. <laughs> I really was though. I'll I'll beat you. Let's go. Anytime you want. When's the last time you played and you're already talking some smack? A couple years. I, can, I mean, it's all mental. I don't, you know, I don't need reps. Oh, this guy. You don't need reps. Go tell that all to right, the people in, in New York parks playing time chess. <laughs> Sorry Ask for, them if they don't need reps. Sorry for interrupting your L. Yeah. Go, go get ahead. smacked by those motherfuckers in New York that you see in the movies playing in the park. Click, move. No, click, this is personal. This, is, click, with you. this is with you. Hey, you started personal game. I'll play you. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to play the people that are really good because you might fucking lose. (laughs) Yeah. Probably. But sorry Uh, for interrupting. Keep going. Dude, I'll take you in poker. (laughs) Probably. I don't know how to play. Yeah. There's strategy in in poker too, Mm -hmm. but I've been doing a lot of hold'em. Okay. So I've been trying to uh, learn, like, just by playing, learning strategy by playing, um, and how like other moves people will make even though it's like online it's not like real money but i still try to treat it like i'm bummed when i get taken dude like i am pissed i don't play for a few hours yeah and sometimes i'll take like i'll just buy in low at like six seven hundred grand and i'll jump up to like 3.6 and i'm like all right i'm good for the day you know, take a few more L's and it's like get to 3.4. It's like, all right, time to quit because I see which way we've gone now. Yeah. But it's it's cool to see, like I've I've picked up some strategies of different ways to bet, how to bet it, how to make other people think one thing, you know, have, have your, your smoke and then, you know, maybe someone thinks 
the way you've been betting. They think you're going to bluff on like a river and then so they call you out and you bet big, but you got the cards. Mm-hmm. So it's like ways to... I feel like it's, it's, it's reading patterns too yeah, the, and the, how you can kind of outsmart. The only hard part is like sitting at a table with people, you, you get a lot by watching people. Mm-hmm. And people don't think they're giving away anything, mm-hmm. but you see like a slight widening of the eyes mm-hmm. you know just anything small a small little tap whatever it could be uh, someone fidgeting like with their leg even yeah you know so you know cards are important but right like see what you got and then see what, how everyone else looks yeah when they look at their cards like that's a, yeah i enjoy that mental battle in, in just in sport oh, in poker general. is wild man i know people some people say poker is sports some people say poker is not a sport but like you find this this mind game in every single sport. Mm-hmm. Like you have the, you have the people in poker. Like in football, you have the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator reading reading what the next person's gonna do next. You have I mean basketball, you have the coaching, like what people are gonna do next, and like the scouting. It's just amazing. I I find that stuff so interesting to see what people are and gonna do next. Poker, you got to do all of the calls. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no coach. And if you're the Patriots in football, you just hire someone to watch someone's nonverbal gestures on the sideline and then feed you down. With yeah, you hack that's, in. That's how they roll. You so. hack into the table side cameras yeah. that show the guy's hands. Mm-hmm. And then you have a little earpiece that looks like it's part of the inside of your ear. Mm-hmm. And no one sees the tiny antenna sticking out of it because it's like a movie. And Tom Brady's in the back room giving you answers. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Houston Astros, if... If the if the coach pats on the on the on the drum, then that means a breaking ball's coming. Well, the Astros manager is actually the dealer. <laughs> believe it or not. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we got we got quite quite the cross action going on here. Yeah. But no, I, I love poker. I learned poker real young. Uh, my grandma up the lake, boating side of the family. So, in my my tattoos, I'm gonna have, I'm not sure where, but I'll have a, a like card component like a royal flush and then have a little stack like two stacks of chips and then i'll add color in there too so i'll color the chips and like the ace the king so i'll, I'll do that which i think will be cool very but, nice uh, yeah poker i've been playing a lot of that chess i can't i guess i could download an app and play chess too but again like oh yeah might do that to I practice could do that day. yeah i don't need reps never mind yeah you don't need reps so you shouldn't play until we play in person I'm done. You, you have you have a set at your house, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, but, what, that's what we're doing next. When I come. But yeah, I've wanted more mentally challenging activities that are still fun. That like, it's not work, but I don't feel like I've wasted time. Mm-hmm. So, because I think at some point, you know, I have a lot of lot of ambitions to do a lot of different things. But when I have more disposable income and get really good at poker, I would like to try to get in some higher stake tournaments, mm-hmm. you know, maybe where it's like a ten, twenty thousand $20,000 buy-in. Buy-in of 10000 Yeah. Oh, like, okay. I yeah, you. so like... So you're, you're playing not, not a boys. Not a huge high stakes, like big high stakes. Like those those pots are getting hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of pots. Yeah. But I would like to start small. So maybe it's like a five ten thousand $10,000 buy-in table. Okay. Which is still like... That's good coin. Like you, you yeah, win, yeah, for, you a, win, for a single game. You yeah. win that. Say there's like, say there's eight people, but usually those are done in big rooms too. And by the time you get to the the main table, maybe you win like a hundred or two G's or something like that. Mm-hmm. But still, like that's for playing poker. But yeah, there's a lot of mental games. So it's like you are 
exhausted. But no, I so that's yeah, that's been my my new thing lately. Just try to keep, you know, how else can I distract my mind from from playing negative games and stuff? And I'm like, well, uh, you know, I can play poker because I need to strategize. So I, I've added those pieces to where I'm like, man, I've always been good with like strategy. Mm-hmm. So like, I want to implement those. But yeah, I would really love to get into some real life poker like games games mm-hmm. and just start taking people it's so satisfying even with fake money <laughs> when when i go me and another person go all in oh dude it's so satisfying when they think they got you and you know for a fact like bro you got two pair of best i'm yanking this straight and kicking you in the dick with it okay it's a, it's but a, when you're on the other side it is just it's heart wrenching. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I had that. I was at one point seven, just went all in, lost mm-hmm. zero, just like that. But it's a good wake up call. Like that's how we could go with real money. Yeah, just like that, instantly. So I've, like I said, been practicing how to play smarter, and and go big when either it's warranted or I know I can I can bluff through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, RLEs, poker and chess. Yeah. Back to gambling. We'll, uh, we'll find out how good you really are at strategy when I when, when we play chess. So. Okay. We'll, right. we'll update the listeners on how Get a poker goes. table going. <clears throat> open your savings account, Tim. <laughs> Get ready, Wide poppy. open. Get ready, Poppy. I got to prepare a little bit more before I, I... I like to do research before I invest in things. You don't need reps. <laughs> for poker, yeah. If you're talking about $10,000 buy-in, hell yeah, I do. Oh, I'm not saying for us. I'm saying at some point I would yeah. like to do that. Like, if, if we were to get a game together, I'd want... At least a twenty dollar buy in. Okay. Like that's a, a decent buy in yeah. and then maybe you or if you do like forty dollar buy in and then a twenty buyback. So okay. you can buy back in for twenty. Okay. I'd fuck with that. All right. Because that, that can get some money moving. Yeah. Eight to ten people. Yeah. And then you can buy that kettlebell you've always been wanting with your winnings. Yeah, because they're expensive like that. Mm-hmm. There you go. But gyms are open, so yeah. I just got to make sure to wear a hazmat suit or the cops are going to yell at me. Yeah. Book talk. Let's get down to nerdy with it. All right. So I'm talking about the like switch by Jack Schaefer today. Uh, so Jack Schaefer uh, used to work in uh, – he still does. He's retired. He's a retired FBI person who would uh, be the person who would talk with the ho- – he'd be a hostage negotiator. Mm-hmm. Like he would talk with uh, bank robbers or – even people who were like just brought, who were just arrested, and they're like questioning them. So he was kind of doing a bunch of different stuff, hmm. like the hostage and the one-on-one questioning. Uh, so, and he talks about just the psychology of persuasion in this book. And one thing that, not not a term that he like created himself, but something that he elaborated on in the book that I that I thought stood out was uh, mirroring, and and specifically verbal mirroring, because we have we have mirroring in the fact that you can you can kind of copy someone's nonverbal gestures. Like if someone like crosses their arms, you can cross them too to like uh-huh. do that. But I'm talking about the verbal aspect of it. Um, and this concept of verbal mirroring was, was based off of uh, an old psychologist who, uh, his name's Carl Rogers. He lived up until like the 1980s. So he's been passed away for a while. But mm-hmm. uh, so it, it, verbal mirroring involves listening closely to what someone else is saying and then using the speaker's exact vocabulary when responding. So hmm. like if someone's like, Oh, I just I just started this this 
new yoga class at Yoga R Us, whatever. And yeah. then you'd be like, oh, yoga class, Yoga R Us? If you like say that, that gets the, that, that literally, that's just that small thing, repeating it back to them, they will just keep on talking to you forever. So like if, if you really wanted to talk with someone and get them to just keep on talking to you forever, use verbal mirroring. Take something they yeah. say. Because like it's, another good thing is like it's using people's own words to describe their situation. So like if you keep on repeating, like the, pur- the purpose of mirroring is to become familiar with the person. Mm. So if you use verbal mirroring, if you use the same terms that they were using, like humans look, look for commonality. So like we'll become like more at ease with a person if they reflect something similar that we reflect. So, so if like you, if the robber the same... like has a phrase, mm-hmm. like if he says while they're talking on the phone, you know, is, I mean, for lack of a better one, but like between a rock and a hard place, mm-hmm. maybe the negotiator will tell a personal story that doesn't reveal like too much of his life. But yeah, you know, I was, I was in college. I was in a tough spot between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. So they'll re-deliver that yeah. to make that person feel like that's not a language that they're not cool with. Right, right. Got it, got and it. And they'll, they'll feel like an extra sense of closeness to you. Like you, you like trust just build. I mean, trust will subconsciously build because like mm-hmm. the other person will not, I mean, the person may not even like consciously notice that you're doing this, but because it, when you repeat the same words to them, it falls between the human baseline and what the brain considers normal. So like they will, they will hear, like they will subconsciously hear it, but they're not gonna be like, oh, that person just definitely copied what I said. They may or may not, but like, it's one of those things that it just it, the purpose of verbal mirroring is to keep the conversation flowing and mm. to keep what you're saying familiar in the eyes of the other person to keep them talking with you. Makes so, sense. Yeah, makes sense. And it's something that I've been trying lately in my conversations, and it's it's just so it's such a simple tactic. It really is. Just like it, it, it can help for clarification when you're asking about something. Just keep them talking. Can help so. with your with your bullshit and do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like had it, enough like, friends in college yeah, where they like didn't know what they were presenting on. But if you don't know anything about something and you have to talk with someone, yeah, use this, use yes. the mirroring, and then you sound like a genius. Perfect, yeah, perfect application. Because if you, I mean, if you're just loop, <laughs> looping into a, no, if you're looping into a group and you're really trying to learn something and not yeah. feel like stupid, like be curious about what they're saying and like mm-hmm. keep on asking. Ro- Rogan does this. Perfectly. Oh, so you ride sea turtles too? Sweet. <laughs> No, but Rogan does this perfectly on his yeah. show. Mm-hmm. He'll bring in people that are on a completely different level as him, like planet as him in terms of like knowledge. Like the fact that he can bring Elon Musk in and have a three-hour conversation with him, that's not saying that Joe Rogan is on the same level intellectually as Elon, but he knows how to guide the conversation along mm-hmm. using this tactic. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah he's so good with those interviews. Mm-hmm. I like how him and Elon Musk like having cocktails when they talk too. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the first time he came on when he, when Elon smoked that joint. Yeah, I don't marijuana. think they smoked the second round. No, they, he didn't want the stock to go down ten percent the next day. That was so dumb. <laughs> like it like it did the first time. I would have smoked again just for spite. Be like, hey, no spliff, hundred percent THC. Let's go, Poppy. Um, that was a wild, wild conversation though. And I heard his uh, interview with Kevin Hart was really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to listen to that one here soon. Um, that'll be a fun one, but yeah, that's interesting with the mirroring and even as small as like someone's name, mm-hmm. when you first get introduced to somebody, yeah, say their name back like, Oh, Hey, my name's Tim. Oh, hi, Tim. I'm Colin. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. 
So then once you say it, you're like, oh, that's Tim. Like I said Tim rather than trying to think, oh, I'll remember that 10 seconds later. Hey, man, what's your buddy's friend's name again? Like I forgot. Yeah. That's the best so. thing. Like they say th- a, a healthy medium is, is say their name three times in the first time you meet him. Yep. To the point where it doesn't seem like you're like overly calling it by him to the point where it crosses that human baseline and they're like, oh, my gosh, they keep on calling me by my name. This is getting weird. Yeah. But like if you call them three times, it'll seem much more natural to them and like it'll make them feel even more mm. important. Yeah, I try to do that well with waiters and waitresses, mm-hmm. say their name. Yeah. Rather than, oh, yeah, I'll have this. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's different. You know, I, I, I watch it so many times where they'll they'll ask someone I might be with. And, and that person or, or people I'm with, they don't like, it's not ill intentions, but it's like, oh, hey, how you guys doing today? Hey, can I get? Can we all get a water? And then I think I'm gonna have a, a two-hearted, and then all of a Tita. You know, it's just <clears throat> you completely steamrolled on the question of, hey, how are you guys doing today? Right. So it's, I, I try to like make sure I go in order of things. Of, well, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Oh, I'm yeah. pretty good. Like, all right, right on. My name's so and so. I'll be taking care. Of, and it's like, oh, what's going on? Like, and I'll just try to like lighten it up, or I'll give them a, like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> What's happening, girl? What's happening, no. Carol? Uh, but yeah, that, no, like that's good because you can get them on your good, get them on your good side. You can they can get them on your side because if you go to a restaurant, perfect application for this. If you go to a restaurant that has cheeseburgers and you get ketchup with your fries, mm-hmm. and this is one of those restaurants that only gives you ketchup in those small little cups. But they do it on the side, not but the you can communistic like, way of dousing every French fry first. You can be like, hey, Alexandria, <laughs> can I please have a couple extra? cups of ketchup Ooh, nice name though alexandra because if you say her name Ooh. she, she gave me like five more she's not gonna just give me that one she's got i've got her on She'll my bring side. you the bottle if you yes full name alexandria <laughs> not just alex you didn't stop at alex you went you went the full hundred you didn't wait for her to come to last last 10 percent. you went past 90 <laughs> it's the first name that came to mind bold good just, name just popped good. alexandria just popped it in nowhere mm, good name yeah. good name i was i, I switched well, I read both books the other day and wanted to talk about Tim Ferriss because I've, I've neglected my man Tim a little bit on the four-hour work week. And he was talking about the elimination aspect uh, and using that in your working strategy. So there was a story about this guy. He ended up falling in love with this lady. She was originally from China, and so they had a long-distance relationship, and this uh, this guy, he started with like a couple sick days and he would take one or two sick days at a time. Even though he was sick, he found a software that would allow him to access his uh, work desktop. That's where all the software was on his home computer or laptop. So he did that, worked the free trial for that um, software to see if it works and then watched his productivity and his productivity went higher. So he was trying to get out of the office. Mm-hmm. And so he did this for a few weeks, took the actual numbers into his manager and was like, hey, you know, you can, you can terminate any at any point, <clears throat> but I'd like to try this trial for two weeks where, you know, pick try just one day where I'd like to, you know, Friday or Monday or make it a middle of the weekday. So it doesn't seem like you're always just trying to get a long weekend, but you need to have the the documentation to show your productivity increased outside of the office. Mm. And then when you get to like maybe a day a week, then maybe you outperform 
all week with that one day. So maybe you try to skew a little bit. Maybe you don't push as hard on the gas in the office. If you're really trying to get out of the office, maybe just lighten up the gas there. When you're at home, you crank it up. But you can also spin it, hey, there's less noise, there's less distractions, people aren't coming in my cubicle every 10 minutes wanting something. You know, it's there's no kitchen talk or water cooler talk. So you can spin it that way. And that's how they kind of advised, you know, start small, a little ask, and say they can terminate it so it doesn't sound like it's a permanent thing. You don't want it to come off as, as something that is irreversible because then they won't go for it at all. Mm-hmm. Then you start doing that and you start showing more productivity and you create so much value for yourself that you're more expensive for them to fire than to have them allow you to work from home. Mm. Leverage. Yeah. Prove yourself. I mean, so they, you they, have they, to they, really kick some ass they just if you're going to do res- this. They just want to see results. Yeah. But you got to be kicking ass to make this ask worth worth their consideration. Yeah. You, but I, it takes some groundwork, some credit. You got to gain some credibility. You right. Gotta, you got to do things before the fact that builds their trust in the first place. But this guy from China, he got, <clears throat> he got this, uh, once he was able to work from home full time, he got uh, an immediate plane ticket to China, was in China for 30 days and did his job just fine. No issues. And it talks about asking for forgiveness. So, you know, do things, if you know it's going to work, and it still benefits the company. If it's like you take an extra day or something where it's like, hey, you weren't supposed to work from home, show like, hey, but I got more work done at home than I would have in the office. Mm -hmm. Ask for forgiveness and then see what you can negotiate, which I think is a really smart idea. And if I were still in a, a desk job that I was trying to work my way out of, I would try to do just that. Yeah. Try to finagle a work from home. Now, with all the post-COVID, the quarantine, it's probably a lot easier. This is, yeah, this for is the most perfect time jobs. to do that. Yeah. yeah, so if you have some other hustle where it's like, okay, I like this job, pays the bills and then some, I can live pretty uh, decently, but I really want to do X, Y, Z. All right, yeah, now is the time where you can work 20 hours a week and probably be just as productive. Mm-hmm. Just set those times like, all right, maybe it's nine to three every day to start. How much can you get done in six hours? So you cut your, your work day by a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, dang, I'm still blowing through it. Now I can spend those other two hours on my other side thing, still not overworking myself, and I'm enjoying it. I would do just this if I were still on the desk. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I think this book is is so just genius in the way of how it can help you automate so much of your business and how to mitigate wasted time and money. It's amazing, really. Like, it's, there's so many ins and outs, so many different parts of the world you can access for resources and people and virtual assistants, and it's just, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I'd everyone like, talks about this, but, like, I feel like <clears throat> a lot of the, like, well-known entrepreneurs and, like, people who have decided to start their own business, they've read this book. Like mm-hmm. it's like that, that kind of that launch pad book, but yeah, great, a lot of great materials, and I appreciate you bringing, bringing yeah. the light in our episodes. It's, it's yeah, yeah. a fantastic book. Work, yeah. I mean, and this is just this is a lesson that can apply to any part of your life. Like work smarter, not harder for something. Like mm-hmm. when when life is this precious, like find easier way to, ways to do things so you can use your time to produce more happiness for yourself, more money for yourself, build 
so you can have more time to cultivate relationships like the guy in China did. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many reasons for you to do this, but it's just about going about it methodically. And this book definitely gives you the, the blueprint and the roadmap to do that. So, yeah. And, and it, it gets behind the things of why do you want, like, all right, you want freedom for what, what do you want to do? Yeah. The, the why. This guy had, had to learn Chinese ceremonies and, and learn the family and, and languages and things. So he was there for a whole month. Mm-hmm. Because he could do a lot in a month, so it's yeah. What what is the, what do you really want, and then, you can start to break it down. But yeah, if yeah, if you're done with the office, read four hour work week. That's some money book. Mm-hmm. It's money. We yeah. Uh, you mentioned negotiations. It reminded me. Did have you seen Money Heist on Netflix? Bro, that's what I've been watching. Like the have last. Have you finished it? No, I'm on. I'm on the last season. I got okay. like. Eight episodes left. I liked it. Wait, you've seen it all? Yeah, I watched it all. <laughs> Amazing, bro. Yeah, I cook a lot too. Yeah, dude. So I watch you, it when you, I cook. You plowed through that. Yeah, because I've been, I've been working on that show for about a month now. I mean, I only watch a couple times during the week and help me on the weekends. But yeah, man, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. It's, it's good. It, and it's one of those shows that like, it's huge in Spain. It's like one of the, it, it was originally filmed in Spain and that's yeah. how, I mean, it's huge there. It just, I feel like it hasn't like really caught wave in America as much as it could yet. Like I feel like yeah. more people will find out about it, but it's an amazing show. And you have to get over, there's a couple things. You have to get over it so it's dubbed over in English. Yeah. So the mouth and the words are off. But it's it's captivating enough where you start to overlook that and – it's and, okay. And one thing I like, one thing I do, and this is what I tell everybody when they watch it: when these people are talking, do don't watch their lips while they're talking. What like it's better to like, and it's more fun watch to watch the eyes. Watch other people's reactions to what they're saying too, because mm-hmm. that there's a lot of good acting in that regard of how like the other person is receiving the message, and it force it, it makes you it doesn't force you to look at their lips and like mess everything up because it does it does mess with your mind a little bit when you look at it. But if yeah. you watch other people while they're talking. It seems it seems normal. It's fine. Yeah, I think it would also be worse if it was the same language and the timing was off. Yeah, 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 it, it, yeah. You're but right. But it, it's it's funny though. There are some lines where you hear it, and it's like, that's how you wrote that out. Like, but <laughs> what I think, I think there's a, a discord still from the Spanish to English. In Spanish, it probably sounds really just smooth and fluid. Mm-hmm. There's just there's a handful of of scenarios where you just you hear it and it's like ah that that was definitely meant to be yeah. in Spanish and not in English. Yeah. Just it's so like like abrupt or like too simple or like hmm that that was like a child wrote it or something. Right. But I think it's just translation. In Spanish probably sounds just fine. Yeah. But and so yeah and just for if, for people who haven't heard of Money Heist, it's a show where it takes place in Spain and pretty much this guy. His father was a very well-known robber that was killed. His son gathers all these like criminals together, like really smart, cerebral mm-hmm. thieves, and he like coaches them on this lifelong plan to rob the bank or rob the mint of Spain and then the bank of Spain in another season. Yeah. So knows, it's knows all the cop protocols for negotiations, yeah. knows every scenario if they get caught, if one person gets caught and the rest don't. He's like, always one step ahead. It it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't play that guy in chess. No. The, <laughs> pro- the professor. Fuck me up. Probably pull me on a blitzkrieg, too. Yeah. Just super simple. Just bing, bang, boom, bye. Yeah. And I also read that 
professor, the professor, the main character, mm-hmm. when they originally were developing the show, he was supposed to be like an old guy, like a much older, oh, like okay. like grandpa age. But they ended up, they decided to go with a more younger, kind of quirkier, nerdier. Which character. I like. Yeah, I which, like it, his character. Which ended up a lot better. So yeah, I enjoy movies where you end up rooting for. The robbers. Oh yeah, you, when you of course watch in the, the mint. Yeah. Technically, they didn't steal from people that already had the money. They just printed money for themselves. Yeah, which is what the bank does. Which was anyway. like, I'm cool with this. Yeah. I'll root for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> man, Tokyo, she's bad. <laughs> yeah, she's and bad. there's a lot, lot of great character, a lot of good character development to how people yeah. kind of progress through the show. So yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging with us. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Please head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and review. That really helps us a lot. Let us know what kind of topics you want us to cover, what you want to hear. If you got any questions about stuff that you want us to answer as well, thoughts on certain things going on in the world or people that you would like us to reach out to to, to try to have on the show, but please leave us that five-star rating and review. DM us on Instagram at Off the Dome Radio giving us your name and address, letting us know you left that review. We will send you a free laptop sticker on us. We don't even charge for shipping. Tim, anything else for our our lovely listeners today? No, have a fantastic hump day. Fantastic Wednesday. I was about to ask what the Wednesday was going to be. Yeah. Just just fantastic. Not a... Not a... Let's just call it... Consonants. It's going to be a winning Wednesday. A winning Wednesday. Everyone's going to win. All right. Enjoy your winning Wednesday. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.